It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. Today, we are going to do some schedule release day, well, pre-schedule release day prep. We're going to walk through the Bengals' home and road opponents as we prepare for that schedule release. And, James, you have this news on allbengals.com. The Bengals are bringing in former Arkansas tight end C.J., formerly Cheyenne O'Grady. We'll talk a little bit about the O'Grady story later on in the show. But James, let's get started by taking a look at the Bengals' home opponents in 2021. I feel like we may have done this in the past, but now that we're closer to the season, we're after the draft, we know more about all of these teams. We're going to get the schedule on Wednesday night, and we'll talk about it then. We'll get the sequence at that point. We'll talk about the buy placement, all those fun details. And we've gone through this before as part of the mailbag, James, where we went through each team that the Bengals will face, and we talked about which team has a quarterback advantage. But today, we're going to talk a little bit more holistically. And right before we started recording, James, you were looking at this slate of home games, and you said, how many home games do you think the Bengals are going to be favored in? in the preseason. And before we answer this question, James, I want to take a quick moment to pause and let our listeners think about it. We're going to give them about five seconds and say, what do you think? They've got Baltimore, Cleveland, Green Bay, Kansas city, the chargers, the Vikings, the Steelers, the Jaguars, and the 49ers at home. How many of those games do you think the Bengals will be favored in when we get preseason odds for each game? Okay, that's all the time you get. James, what's your answer? One? Maybe one? And I hate this because I think it could be more. But they're not going to be favored against Baltimore. They're not going to be favored against Cleveland, who probably has the best roster in the AFC North right now. As long as Aaron Rodgers is a Green Bay Packer, guess what? The Packers are going to be favored. Kansas City, no. Los Angeles Chargers, I get it. There are some that are like, yeah, Burrow's better than Herbert. And yeah, he could end up being better than Herbert. That's still not a better roster at at this stage. So Minnesota, probably not. Pittsburgh, probably not. Jacksonville, that's my one yes. And San Francisco had a lot of injuries last year and still won six games. So one, maybe two. I mean, you could argue, you know, the Chargers, I guess, or the Vikings, or, you know, maybe the Steelers fall on their face. But it's tough. This is a, a, a tough home opponent list, Jake. No doubt about it. Absolutely. And I think it's something that will actually change quite a bit once we're in season. I think the Bengals probably end up when all is said and done as favorites in more than one home game. But just like the power rankings conversation yesterday, James, right now it's prove it mode for for this team, for everybody in the national media, and certainly for the odds makers in Vegas and for those betting. I don't think that 
casinos or, or sports books are going to be primed to make a lot of money if they if they set the Bengals as favorites against the Pittsburgh Steelers, for example. I mean, maybe that ends up to be prescient, right? And the Steelers do, like you said, fall on their face with Ben Roethlisberger and no offensive line and a first-round pick in Najee Harris and a defense that's going to keep them in games. But, you know, certainly a lot of reasons to think that the Steelers could regress. And and this is something that I tweeted about yesterday too because they were very healthy. They were very good in one-score games last year for the most part. Those things tend to regress year over year. The Bengals have been the opposite for a few years now. We're waiting for that opposite regression to happen. But as we look at these home opponents, James, you're right. The, the Jacksonville Jaguars, from a preseason perspective, are probably the only team that consensus would say, yeah, I expect the Jaguars this year to be worse than the Bengals. And I think that this will look very different in about four months when we're in the middle of September or, or maybe five months when we're into October. But mm-hmm. right now, I agree with you. And that's the thing. It's like I'm not picking them to go one and eight. That, that's not <laughs> at home this year. That's not going to happen. I'd be shocked if that happened because the Bengals are – they have upgraded the roster, and I do think Joe Burrow, it's realistic to think he could take a step forward and things could click a bit more after all the moves they've made. But it's just a daunting schedule. I mean, there, there aren't many weaknesses. When you're talking about like the Mike Zimmer-led Vikings being one of the, the breaks in the schedule or the Justin Herbert-led Chargers being one of the breaks, that's not really a break. And <laughs> that's that's where I, I'm coming from here. So, yeah, it's – um. It's going to be daunting. And then the thing is, with the new 17th game, really stinks to draw the 49ers. Like, of all teams, you're hoping to get one of these fourth place draws in the 17th game, and it has to be San Francisco. That's rough. And, and that is their fourth place game, right? It just so happens to be that the 49ers didn't have a quarterback and were the most injured team in football last year. You could also make, and Bengals fans would make, an argument that well, they lost their quarterback and were one of the most injured teams in football last year too. And and maybe mm-hmm. the Bengals, you know, you, you, as we talked about yesterday in the power rankings discussion, you don't feel the way you feel about the Bengals right now if Joe Burrow finishes the season healthy. Because A, he gets his full offseason of development. He's not rehabbing. And B, you don't have that, that specter of the injury in your head. And you're still thinking about the offensive line the way that Chargers fans are thinking about their offensive line and the improvements that they've tried to make. And then you would look at the Bengals and say, okay, they've added a couple of starters there. They're getting Jonah back, and they like Jonah. They've addressed depth with Quentin Spain. I mean, we've been over this and over this, right? They, they added some, some later draft picks too. But since you don't have that, you look at the schedule, and right now that's certainly where the perception is. But like you said, James, I think they are winnable games here. And the, the couple you highlighted, Minnesota, I think is a bit of a wild card this year. They weren't very good last year. That's a game that, you know, from a preseason perspective, I'm looking at and I see that's a game that could be something they could, they could compete in. And we'll talk more about that a little bit tomorrow. The Chargers game, the Burrow versus Herbert storyline, that's going to be an interesting game that doesn't feel too daunting right now to me. The Steelers we've talked about, but like having the Packers, the Ravens, the Browns, and the Chiefs, and, and really just Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes in the same season, that is what makes this especially challenging on top of the regular difficulty of winning in the NFL. And that's part of the beauty, though, about this schedule. If there is beauty in it, 
uh, we've seen Burrow versus Lamar, and hopefully it goes better for Burrow this time around in round two. Burrow versus Baker was great the two times we saw it last year. But now Joe Burrow gets a shot at Aaron Rodgers, assuming he's in Green Bay. He gets a shot at Patrick Mahomes. He gets a shot at Justin Herbert, which we didn't see last year. Burrow versus Trevor Lawrence, right? That's going to be a fun one. So from a quarterback perspective, it's amazing, Jake. When you get a franchise quarterback, how uh, how these matchups change and, and how you view them. Because I, I would love to see how Burrow does knowing going into a, you know, a matchup at home against Kansas City where the Chiefs probably going to hang 40 at PBS. Can Burrow, Chase, and company keep up? And the, in the Burrow-Lawrence matchup, it's a rematch, man. That that game has happened. And and so the fact that they get to play against each other early in Lawrence's NFL career, because this won't happen every year, that is something that, that could be fun to watch as we get a national championship quarterback rematch. And, hey, a lot of players that were in that game, as has been noted, now play for the Cincinnati Bengals, and a lot of them were the ones that beat Trevor Lawrence in that game, at least on the offensive side of the football. Let's switch gears and talk about the away games. James got eight of those against nine home games this year. And we'll talk about those opponents coming up next. Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text DRAFT, D-R-A-F-T, to 231231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, which boosts free testosterone and total testosterone levels, increasing energy and lean muscle mass. There's a reason Nugenics has been the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC for years, and it's because it works. Text now and they'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to get you back in shape absolutely free. Text DRAFT to 231-231 for that free bottle. That's DRAFT to 231-231. Message and data rates may apply. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Let's keep things rolling with a look at the Bengals road schedule. And well, of course they got Baltimore. They have Pittsburgh and Cleveland on the road, but they also travel to Chicago, to Denver, to Detroit, to Las Vegas, maybe that's the the road trip I'm going to make this year, Jake. You never know. And the New York Jets, call me crazy, Jake, but and you said it, this road schedule looks much easier and a little softer than that home home slate that the Bengals have. Some great cities 
that the Bengals get to visit this year too. Not only does the schedule look a little bit softer on the road where the Bengals will have to contend with home field advantage, which is probably coming back to stadiums near you with COVID vaccinations becoming more and more widespread, but they get to go to Chicago, big city, right? Windy city. I I was born outside of Chicago, spent a lot of time outside of Chicago for, for school. I like Chicago quite a bit. They get to go to Las Vegas, which as you noted, going to be a hot away game for a lot of teams, including the Bengals. I've seen a lot of fans on Twitter in just the last week with people talking about the schedule more and more and tickets going on sale and and this and that. A lot of them saying, oh yeah, let's go to Vegas. Let's go to that that DJ booth that they're installing at at the new, new Raiders stadium and hang out and watch a football game. Obviously, they're going to New York, the big city, the big apple, baby. I mean, some some really big markets there for the Bengals to go visit. So hopefully the players get to have some fun and fans get to go to those games and, and travel and have some fun on the road, even though I know the New York Jets Stadium. Wait, no, yeah, no, it's still not in New York, right? It's still in New Jersey? Yeah, East Rutherford. East Rutherford. I mean, New York, New York adjacent, that's for sure. And, and then, I mean, Denver, I don't think many people are, are getting on a plane to go to Denver, but maybe if it's skiing season, you know, get out there, hit up the hit up the slopes. I mean, I know we were supposed to talk about the opponents here, but I'm just distracted by the attractive list of non-AFC North cities because forget those that the Bengals and their fans could visit this season. I've heard Denver's pretty fun, actually. And the only time I was there, I was at, at uh, uh, an airport for about an hour, the Denver airport. So that's it. But just flying through. But yeah, I've heard they got some good breweries and stuff, so who knows? Maybe that is a good trip to make. But of all these, Vegas stands out because people love Vegas. But, man, if that Chicago one is, like, October 15th or earlier, first yeah. month of the season, mm-hmm. sign me up for that one. I might drive to that bad boy because Chicago, that would be a fun one. And I've never been to Soldier Field. They have a terrible all-22. So if you wanted to go watch a game – uh, you know, soldier field, you, you get a better view of things because you, you know, you're not restricted to the TV view. If you're a film junkie, have you, have you ever watched all 22 from soldier field, James? Not much, probably a little bit, but not, not a ton. It, it, I don't grind the tape nearly as much as you do, Jake. You, you'll notice it. If you go watch, if you go watch it, you turn on all 22 from like any other stadium in the NFL, they've got a nice sideline angle that's high and you get a good picture of the field. They got a nice end zone angle. And for whatever reason at soldier field, they can't put the cameras in a very good spot. I know NFL coaches complain about it. Everybody in the quote unquote film grinding community, which I don't even necessarily include myself as part of would, would say that it's terrible. So unfortunately as Bengals fans, if you're an all 22 junkie, you are going to be subjected to Chicago Bears, Soldier Field, all 22. But to your point, it is a historic stadium. And I think one that if you're one of those people that likes to visit a lot of stadiums for American sports is one that's probably pretty high on the list to see. No doubt. No doubt. And like I said, the key to it is the weather in Chicago, because mm-hmm. I've been to Chicago in the winter multiple times and it just changes things. I went to a Bulls game. And so if you can get it, October might be a little chilly, throw on a hoodie, you'd be all right. But if, especially if it's mid-September, late September, early October, that's uh, that's when I'd sign up for. But a lot of people are going to want to do the Vegas thing, right? And I get that. Old Vegas is where it's at. And I know this has kind of turned into a which trip should we go to. Maybe we should 
arrange a locked on Bengals road trip. I don't know. That sounds like a, a lot of work, but I think it's something we could do. Well, like, what do we have to arrange? We just have to say we're going to this game. You and I have to coordinate like we're going to stay at the MGM Grand or whatever hotel. You, I don't, I don't know hotels in Vegas. I've actually been there twice, but uh, say it's Vegas because for me, that's great. That's the westernmost uh, opponent, I believe, for the Bengals this year. It's west of Denver. So that that's, for me, the one of the easiest ones to get to. But for me, it's all going to come down to when I'm allowed to travel safely. And so... We'll see tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow we'll take a look at the schedule and talk about potential locked on Bengals road trips. And, and maybe we can put a poll up or something. Yeah, maybe that's an idea. As, as far as these matchups. Um, oh, yeah. Look, I yeah. Yeah. Right. I I like Joe Burrow against a Justin Fields and or an Andy Dalton. How fun would that be again? But and, but, and, but earlier in the season, ideally, like. Cause, cause I don't want it to be, you know, from a Justin Fields perspective, assuming he gets on the field sometime and then starts to get comfortable and maybe he gets hot. I also don't want it to be Justin Fields first game. Cause the Bengals have a terrible track record yep. of playing against rookies in their first NFL start. No doubt. And that's why I, I want it to be Andy Dalton. I want sure. Joe Burrow yeah. to get a shot at Andy Dalton cause he didn't last year. And, and how much fun would that be? But sure. Justin Fields, and then honestly, there aren't many quarterback matchups. It's, it literally is the opposite. And you can tell it's a quarterback driven league. Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater in Denver, Jared Goff in Detroit. I mean, they might be the worst team in the league. So you got some some good quarterback advantages there on the uh, on the road slate. So th- that's the thing that stands out to me. And then we'll see from there. Uh, it is interesting. The first and second picks in the 2021 NFL draft are going to be playing the Bengals the Jets and, and Zach Wilson, and then obviously the Jaguars at home, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I wonder about the Jets. I wonder how much better or worse they'll be with Robert Soled there. I wonder how much Zach Wilson will be ready to hit the ground running. I mean, that's a big jump in competition from BYU to the NFL. And I, I wonder about the receivers. Denzel Mims obviously out there, and they drafted – who did they draft this year, James? Oh, they drafted Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore in the slot. I mean, mm-hmm. that's pretty pretty good pairing if Denzel Mims can stay healthy. So that could be a potent offense. I, I don't. I mean, they 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 have some work to do on the offensive line. I think, and Frank Pollock obviously no longer there. I think Robert Saleh probably should give you at least a little bit of fear about the defense, right? I mean, great defensive mm-hmm. coordinator, great defensive mind, but I mean, this is going to be a young team in the first year of a rebuild, so. Uh, that's a game that right now, you know, of all these games, there are a couple teams on this list. Detroit, you mentioned Jacksonville, New York, that, that could be some of the worst teams in the NFL, not worst necessarily, but certainly toward the bottom. So despite all the those tough quarterbacks, and we'll see if Aaron Rodgers is a Packer that are coming to Paul Brown Stadium, there are some rogue games here and, and even the Jaguars at home against some of the teams that could be toward the bottom end of the league. And real quick, I, I do want to mention they could play San Francisco, the third pick in the draft. So not only do they play San Francisco, oh, but yeah. they could end up playing Trey Lance as well. So you talk about jump at competition. Lance threw like 18 passes a game at North Dakota State. And hell, he might only throw 18 passes a game for San Francisco. Who knows? But the top three picks in the draft could be making their starts uh, or one of their first starts, I guess, against the Bengals, depending on where where the schedule and how the schedule plays out. And both first-round running backs, James. 
Najee Lord. Harris and Travis Etienne, both of the first round running backs, get to play the Bengals this year. Well, get ready for Tyler Shelvin. Okay. The man's got shoulders as wide as this room. And I'm in like a 15 by 13 room. It's pretty wide. That does sound about right. He is a very, very large man. Coming up next, we talk about another relatively large man, smaller than Tyler Shelvin, though. That's CJ now, not Cheyenne O'Grady, who reportedly will be part of Bengals rookie minicamp coming up on Friday. We'll talk about his chances of making the team and what the team is looking for with bringing him in for a tryout. That's coming up next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season in full swing, NBA and NHL seasons winding down and getting toward the playoffs. UFC and MMA always going on. Hey, they've even got some automobile racing for you too. We've also got football futures, football props if you are football or nothing. Whatever your fancy bet online has something for you. So go check it out on your laptop or mobile device. They've got you covered for news, real-time updated odds for all the sports. You get sign-up bonuses, contest information there as well. And right now we've got a 50% welcome bonus for you on your first deposit when you use promo code locked on when you sign up. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get into the game as NBA and NHL teams prepare for their playoff runs at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. We talk about it all the time here on the Locked On Bengals podcast. Built Bar is the number one protein bar on the planet. You need to get Built Bars now because, look, you've planned that summer vacation. You're trying to shed that quarantine weight or you're trying to hit new personal records in the gym. And guess what? Built Bar can help you get there you got to check them out at BuiltBar.com. They have 18 amazing flavors, protein-packed and ready for you. And the best part about them, it isn't that they're covered in 100% chocolate. It's the macros. High in protein, low in sugar, low in calories, perfect for you. So go to BuiltBar.com right now. Check out all of their different flavors. And when you decide to go with one or two or maybe a variety pack, make sure you use promo code LOCKED15, and you're going to get 15% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Bengals rookie minicamp starts on Friday, and there's going to be an interesting participant that got an invite and is going to be in attendance at Paul Brown Stadium, C.J. O'Grady, a technically a rookie. He's never played in the NFL, but at last played football and college football at Arkansas in 2019 is going to try out for the Bengals, Jake. He's six foot three, 253 pounds, went undrafted in last year's draft class, ran a 4.8140 yard dash, was at the combine last February in Indianapolis. So he's uh he's one of the multiple rookie minicamp invites the Bengals have out there as they continue to look all over the country for talent. And the primary reason that O'Grady was undrafted and O'Grady was not on a team is because he ended up getting dismissed from Arkansas in November of 2019. Here's what Dane Brugler wrote about him in his summary of The Beast, the draft guide from Dane Brugler in 2020. He says that O'Grady owns a coordinated athleticism and natural tracking skills to stick on an NFL roster, but his unreliable character will keep several teams from taking the chance projecting as a potential late round flyer. This is something that the Bengals used to do quite a bit, right, James? They would take guys like Vontez Perfect 
and give them a chance to rehabilitate themselves. Sometimes it worked. Sometimes it sort of worked. And I would say more often than not, it sort of worked. If it worked at all, guys like Adam Jones, who apparently was going to fight Chad Ochocinco, but Chad backed out. I think that's the story anyway. And guys like Vontez Perfect had, you know, varying degrees of success on the football field, but varying degrees of, of struggle keeping within Roger Goodell's uh, rules or, or whatever you want to call it. They, they, they got suspended. They dealt with off-field issues in some cases or on-field issues in others. And so while there's talent, I wonder if O'Grady took his season off. He, he had a tryout apparently for the Cowboys last year, didn't stick there. He is, he, he's got some controversial stuff. I'll just say that on social media, but he has quite a lot of skill, I guess, in terms of, of football acumen. And from a scouting perspective on field, he did some things that made him a draftable prospect. He just wasn't drafted and it didn't stick because of the off field concerns. And you do wonder if he was able to reflect and, and figure that part out as far as training wise, he was at the hub football camp last month, had a good showing there according to to people. And I posted a, a quick clip that they had uh, on allbengals.com. So it's there in the article. And so to me, it's just the flyer. They're going to get him out there and see. And yeah, maybe it, the immaturity pops off right away. And even if he's on his best behavior, if he doesn't play well and doesn't deliver and isn't in shape, he's not going to get a shot. So I don't mind this because there's literally nothing to it. It's, hey, man, we'll give you a tryout and we'll see how you stack up against, uh, you know, multiple other invites that we have, including TCU tight end Pro Wells. Right. So you, you have a tight end that just played football at TCU. He's coming in and it might be as simple as, you know, O'Grady looks like an opt out and he's ready to go and he's in shape and he's been training. And, and so this is going to be a good opportunity for him to, to prove himself and. Who knows? Maybe he joins Thaddeus Moss. Maybe Pro Wells joins, uh, you know, the, the or joins Pro Wells, excuse me. And uh, in a battle, suddenly of a, a bunch of forgotten about players almost that uh, could battle each other for a roster spot here in that tight end room. And don't forget about Mason Shrek, another athlete mm-hmm. at the tight end position who's been around for a while. Last year's undrafted free agent tight end Mitchell Wilcox. They have a lot of, you know, fringe roster types, I would say at the back of this tight end roster, as you would expect all really competing for one spot besides behind, I should say CJ Uzama and drew sample. And one of them ultimately will make the team. O'Grady certainly has an uphill battle, but he at least has some very intriguing traits. He doesn't necessarily have explosive athleticism. You talked about a four, eight, one forty, but he has good size. He has good feel for catching the football He needed to develop his route running. If he spent some time there, maybe, you know, that's something that he's had a chance to refine. Maybe he's had a chance to refine his run blocking a little bit. And if he can keep his nose clean and stay out of trouble, there is potential here. But as you've said, James, I mean, it's a long shot. And that back of that tight end room at this point, and and O'Grady isn't even on the roster. He's just there on a tryout basis. It's going to be very, very competitive. And, that's probably a good thing for the Bengals, right? One of these guys is going to shake out and make a case to make the team in competition generally will, will bring up the level of performance. So that is something that I like to see. 
don't love the the general character concerns, right? The Bengals have generally strayed toward captains instead of those sorts of second chance guys. But this is something that's also pretty well entrenched in the Bengals DNA, James. And I wonder if this will preclude any other similar moves. And it's very similar to the perfect move where perfect was a higher profile player, but a guy who totally fell out of the process due to character questions. And, you know, he cleaned it up long enough to have a productive career in Cincinnati. And that's the dream scenario, right? Is where you, you get a contributor in this situation and in Vontez perfect of all of the guys that they've taken a chance on clearly panned out the most. And, and at the same time, it still came back to bite them a little bit at, at times with the suspensions and stuff. And I, I'm not saying that with O'Grady. I think it's really simple. If he dedicates himself to football and knows the opportunity that he has and takes advantage of it, then he's got a chance. And I don't think it's going to take long to realize that it might be day one of rookie minicamp and how early he's there. Because if I'm him, I'm showing up two hours earlier than than the earliest rookie because this is your shot and you might not get another one. You certainly hope that that's the attitude that O'Grady brings with a new name, CJ, not Cheyenne. Maybe there are some new stripes for this guy who's going to be making his bid to don the Bengals stripes at Paul Brown Stadium this weekend. That's going to do it for this episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. We'll be back on Wednesday night with a schedule review episode. And then on Thursday, as always, we've got the mailbag coming up. Get your questions ready. Rookie minicamp is coming. Until next time, Bengals fans, who day and have a good one. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.